You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. Uh, Pam Pickle's back. So Pam is helping us get to know her and how God's moved in her life. We just want you to know the story. We want you to know some of what God's done with her, some of what God's done with the search committee, so that as you and I embrace what the Lord's doing in our children and our church family, we can just see His hand at work. And today, I want to tell you what I think is a pretty neat story. So Pam, if you'll help me tell the story, I'd appreciate it. Okay. All right. So for me, the story goes like this. So on February 1st, I reached out. You and I had a phone conversation that surprised both of us. I was just hoping to get a few names from you because I didn't think there was any chance that you were ready to come out of your early retirement and get back to work. But turns out you actually were willing to pray about it. We talked for like 45 minutes on the phone. I'm pacing around Forest General Hospital parking a lot, and you're pacing around your front porch. You asked so many questions, you know, and I thought, wow, if this person is asking this many questions, she's more interested than I thought. So you asked lots of really good questions. Uh, we had a great conversation, and we both agreed, you know, to, to pray about it and see what the Lord did next. So you submitted a resume, and, you know, we, we got started. All right, that was a Monday That was a Monday. I had to go back and look at a calendar at some point in all this, but that was on a Monday. And on Friday, you sent me a text that was really unusual. So I want to set that, I want to set that up. So I was in my truck um, driving someplace. I don't remember if I was coming to the church or where I was going, but I remember getting a text. And when I had the opportunity to check and look at the text, I noticed that it said, it was from you. So I was very interested. And it said, um, Hey, Ben, just curious, are you kin to Helen Skipper? And I just want to set my side of the story up, and then you can have your side of the story. So I thought, this is not a text message conversation. This is a phone call conversation. So I called you because I thought, I've, I've got to get to the bottom of this. What people know at Carterville is that you know I'm from Sugarloaf. You know, population 500. It's uh, If you have a quality map, it's printed. But some of these second-rate maps, they don't even have Sugarloaf on the map, right? So I'm from this tiny town that nobody knows about. But what people don't know is that if you drive out of my tiny town 20 minutes to the, to the far more rural part of Mississippi in Kemper County, uh, you'll find Preston, Mississippi, where my, where my dad grew up on the Skipper family farm with Alfred and Helen Skipper. And what people need to know is that my grandmother, Helen, uh, was uh, the wife of a farmer and a plywood mill worker. She was a gentle, sweet woman, wise and kind woman, but her social circle was fairly small. She went to a small church. She lived on a little hill on a farm in the middle of nowhere. And I thought to myself, there is no way that this lady from Byron, Mississippi, knows my grandmother from Preston, Mississippi. So I thought I'd give you a call. And from there, and a little... FYI background, my grandmother died a few years back, and I preached her funeral at Kellistore Road Baptist Church. And I mean, you couldn't find it if you put it in your GPS. And at that sweet but simple funeral, you know, there were a handful of family and friends there as we remembered and honored, you know, my grandmother. And that was a few years back. So, Pam, your turn. So... As I told you in the last podcast, my uh, mother has moved to the Claiborne, and so I was taking her to the doctor uh, right after I had talked to Ben. I had not said anything about 
uh, children's ministry, going back to work, to really to anybody, because I was just praying about it and trying not to get a lot of the outside right. opinions going sure. and those kinds of things. So, um, and honestly, and, it was just four days ago that you had right. And about. so I, I, I didn't even say anything to my mother. And so we're driving down the. We were going to Jackson for a doctor's appointment, and she looked over at me at a blue, and she said, um, "How far do you live from Pedal?" And I was like, well, I know because I just Googled it. It's 22 minutes by the back road. And so I said, 22 minutes. And she and she kind of looked at me strange, but she said, you know, your aunt told me that you have a cousin that preaches at a pretty large church in Pedal. And I was thinking that maybe you could take me to see him one Sunday. And she said, I'm not sure if it's First Baptist. I said, really? And she said, yes. And she said, I said, well, what's his name? And she said, it's Ben Skipper. <laughs> and I, I, at that point, I thought I was going to have to pull the vehicle over because it was. I was thinking, this cannot can't do, be, the same, be the same person. My mother can't know the grandmother. So... Anyway, to make the story a little bit shorter, my grandmother is is Ben's grandmother's sister, right? And so it makes us about third cousins. We didn't know that. We never attended any reunions together or anything. I went to her house probably when I was a little kid, but I don't really remember it. But um, anyway, so I, I honestly had to say to my mother, yes. I know him, and I've talked to him, and I know what church it is at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's Carnival it's, it's Church. And so um, it's just really a part of the how cool the story has been. Yeah. And and to help us just see that there's just no accidents. Yeah. You know that. Well, it's kind of a, it's kind of neat. There's a small world, you know that. Um, so so. Uh, Disclosure. So it turns out as we started counting everything, you know, you and I are distant cousins. We'd never met, didn't know your name, never heard of you. And, you know, as I started talking to my dad, you know, my dad went to your dad's funeral, you know, and you had family at my grandmother's funeral. So, but it's a small enough world that our phone call on Monday was followed up by a conversation with your mother about my grandmother. And some of those things were a little bit of what the Lord used to get our attention and just say, Hey, I really am in this, and I see every one of you. It was just pretty neat. So, Pam, I, w- I wanted to share that story about just how God got my attention, got your attention, you know, and that led to ten meetings with search committees and question after question and friendships, and just getting to meet lots of people, and it led us to where we are now. And so, uh, Pam, we're praying for you, and I hope you're praying for us, and I'm excited about what God's doing next. We are so super excited, and just uh, praying, and just. God's hand has been in this the whole time, and so we just really feel a peace about the next. We're excited to see what God's going to do next. Oh, I have an interesting question. Okay. So because, you know, you're currently in this semi-retired moment in your life, you're not working in a church right now. And so it was unique in that when the search committee reached out to you, you know, some of the, we didn't have to be secret to your congregation or, or any of that. But on the other side, you also were free to look up and say, I'm fixing to go worship at Carville and see if these people are crazy. You know, I want to see who they are. So you and Eddie have been worshiping at Carville now for several months. 
right. I mean, you're kind of keeping a low profile. But we are, you guys have been but we've there. been visiting, and we love it. I mean, it, it that's what really feels like home we, already. You know, what do we like? I mean, who are we to people that? I mean, because for me, I mean, these have been my people for 20 years. You know, I, 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 it's hard for me to look with fresh eyes. So, who are we? Like when you came, what do you think? So. I mean, we've just really have felt a connection, uh, even with the staff, when we've met with volunteers, just um, I, I met with Hope a couple of times, and we just seem to have a friendship already that yeah. I'm excited about. And so um, everybody has been super, super um, nice, easy to get to know. It's been a little different. You can't hug necks, and you can't, yeah, you know, sure. doing Some all of this. stuff, yeah. Right, you know, you feel separated because people are kind of yeah. and anxious are, about talking. And you are very much a people person. I am too much of a people person. Yeah, so some of these pandemic rules are hard for people, people. Right, right, they are. My husband makes it just fine usually, <laughs> but I, I really need to be. Yeah. That was part of, I think, the reason I was struggling so much being home was just that uh, I needed to be touching kids and hugging kids and, you know, Just in the context next, of church yeah. family. Yeah. We miss that. Well, I'm really glad that you're here. Well, we are, like I said, we're super excited. So thanks for being in this moment with us. Thanks for being in this search process. And we're excited about the opportunity to keep praying about this and see how the Lord leads. So, Pam, have a phenomenal afternoon. Thank you very much. And we're certainly praying for you. And you're praying for us as we get closer to May 30th. Well, we look forward to meeting everybody. Thanks, Pam.